All right, hey, here's a riddle for you. What problem do churches have that pastors can easily fix, but they cannot easily prevent? Okay, we're going to cover that here at the Better Sundays podcast at reachkeep.com in just one second. Welcome to the Better Sundays podcast, focused, practical, and usable advice for church leaders looking to reach new young families and impact their community. Howdy, howdy, howdy. That was a long second. I'm sorry about that, but good to have you here. We're talking about a problem that is seems to be everywhere. In fact, I wrote a few things down here. kind of want to set the stage for this, this particular problem. It is not unique. Almost everybody has it. Uh, churches that I go to, I wrote this down. Uh, when I go to church, they know I'm coming. They still have this problem. It is something that is out there that you don't recognize. The pastor doesn't necessarily recognize it, but guests see it right away your first time visitors go oh okay they see it right away so what is it all right let me let me give you one more or a couple more it is something that when i address it it is almost instantly and, and when we do evaluations and we sit down and talk about it it's really kind of even hard to talk about it but when i address it it's almost instantly justified and then in the next breath it's like but yes you're right we do have that problem what is that problem that's universal in all of our churches? It's called clutter. We have clutter here and there and everywhere in our churches, and it is one of those things that a pastor can fix, and we're going to go through give you some solutions here in just a moment, but it's hard to prevent because it constantly happens. It's kind of like this idea of you're going to, someone told me this once, you're going to die. The day you die, you're probably going to have things on your to-do list, and I was like, Oh, that's kind of depressing. And here it is. The day you die, there'll probably be clutter in your church. The day you die, there'll probably be clutter around. It's like, oh, I should have put that away or whatever. Clutter happens. It happens all the time, and it needs to be managed. Not easily solved, but managed. But let me give you some things that we do to fight clutter around here and some things I've given to churches that, that kind of help them with that. I'm going to give you some extra resources here, too. The links will be in the show notes, so you can just go down and click on the link and to take you right over to one of our uh, training sessions that we've we've done on this. So I, I think one of the things that is important with clutter is to make sure that you are guest ready, that you are guest centric. Now I've got a podcast on this about making sure that you're focused on guests and I'll put the link in the in the thing there. It's only about maybe 10 minute podcast, but it helps you as a church to be like focus on new people coming in the door. And when we don't have new people coming in the door and we just get used to the same old, same old, that's when things Things start to kind of grow on the edges and start to pile up there. So number one is to be guest centric. Another one is to be make sure that you are core driven. In other words, your core values that you have. And I've got a, a, a podcast here. I'll, I'll put this uh, link in there too. Uh, it's called the Core Value Parade. It's the importance of having your core values out front. And when your values are out front, you understand that that there's certain areas of your building have certain purposes and and that you're doing everything more focused. In other words, you're not just kind of coasting. Clutter comes when you start to coast, and you've been there for a long time, and it's the same people, same this, same that, and pretty soon something's sitting there, and it's been there since last Easter or last Christmas or last Fourth of July, whatever it happens to be, and you're kind of coasting. When you become core-centric and when you become driven by your values, okay, your core-specific 
core values that will help you to reduce clutter. And this is why you need to watch some of the things that we do some training on here because your core values are not necessarily doctrinal things or doctrine, but they are doctrinal. And they're also not just real ambiguous, like, you know, do all to the glory of God. I think we all have that as a value. There's no doubt about that. We want to glorify God. But it's this idea of that we have guests and they're coming in and there's a purpose for what we're doing and we're building relationships and these things should or shouldn't be there. So all of that will help you. Those, those couple of things will help you to make sure that you're guest-centric, focus on guests. Number two, that you're, you're really core-driven. Core so what are some of the problems? Well, some of the problems with clutter is that somebody owns that clutter, okay? And it was put there by somebody. And, and so if it's your own clutter, Pastor, if you left some of your stuff sitting there, you got your theology books or you got your dirty work boots over in the corner because it was a work day or whatever, fix it. You can do that. And when you lead by example, that's going to help with the other people there. It's always scary to approach somebody and say, hey, I wonder if you could move that. And they go, well, what about your stuff over there? That's why you need to take care of your stuff over there first and make sure that you have decluttered the best you can. But oftentimes there are some things there that kind of sort of belong to someone else in the church or another department or some, you know, some hierarchy that sort of exists, not official hierarchy, but Mrs. McGillicuddy, you know, her piano bench has got all her extra music books are right there and we want to keep them out so we can use them, you know, that kind of thing. So how do you, how do you kind of deal with some of, of those kind of things? Uh, the person that's kind of guarding that. Well, one of the things that we've done around here that I think is very helpful, and I recommend this for your church, is to do this, and you can do it a couple times a year, but it's sort of the common idea of called spring cleaning. In other words, we're going to be cleaning up and doing special cleaning. Not your janitorial routine work, but like we're doing something special, and we're going to declutter and get this whole room kind of uh, uh, you know taken care of, as if you were like getting ready for a big meeting. And sometimes it works really good to have a big missions conference or Bible prophecy conference of people coming in oh we're going to get cleaned up i know that's how it works at our house well we vacuum we clean we do all sorts of of things you know our church gets all ready when we have special guests coming but spring cleaning can help you think of it as if you're going to like maybe paint a room or you're going to do something too when you paint a room you kind of take everything out or if you're going to have carpet cleaning you want to take everything out those two little techniques there, the painting and carpet cleaning, sort of that idea is like we want to clear it all out as if we're going to really clean this carpet good, really going to paint the baseboard, whatever. And that helps you take things out of that area. And when you when you move them, then, of course, put them into a better place. And sometimes that might be the trash can with a lot of clutter. Another thing is to, is to repurpose an area where you have a, an entryway or a closet or a... a, a portion of your auditorium and it's always had this in it and it's always had that and you with the, the pastor you need to have vision and uh, i'll put a, a link here to our youtube uh, videos it's a lot of good training last year on vision and uh, you can just go to reachkeep.com where you've got this or actually it's the reachkeep youtube channel 
and type in on ReachKeep at YouTube, uh, hit the search bar and type in vision. And there's several things about pastor having vision. And the vision is not just for the growth of your people or the purpose of your people, but it is for your facility and, and some of the things that you have as well. But this is this idea of repurposing an area. So there may be a corner of your auditorium that has a you know a bunch of clutter in or whatever. And maybe you say like, hey, I got a vision. Let's have a place where there's some you know focus on missions or focus on the food ministry or focus on this or that and you know where could we possibly do that it's like hey maybe we could use this corner over here and we can move a few of those things out and we could put a, a display up and we could put some food shelves up or we could you know whatever it is that you have the vision for but that area gets repurposed um, let me tell you a little story we had an area of our atrium we have kind of a, a large atrium and on the on the edges of it has these little mezzanine areas that kind of stick out and they're sort of out of the traffic pattern. So they are perfect clutter problems right now. In fact, I was down there just a few hours ago and there's all sorts of boxes from somebody stacked them. I have no idea what they're doing there and I'm going to have to go kind of take care of those. But several years ago, this little mezzanine area is like, can't we use that better? Can't we kind of repurpose that? And it had started to fill up with stuff. The first thing we realized that there was poor lighting in there. So we, we put some new uh, light bulbs in there and kind of brightened the things up. And the second thing was, what are we going to do in here? We thought it would be kind of fun. We only did it for about a month or so, but it really was a fun thing that when church was over the parents would come get their kids from the nursery we thought let's build a little playground in our atrium and I know your church may not have this room to do this but we're blessed with some a lot of square footage in this one area and so we put some of those rubber pad things down we cleaned it all out first of all got it really sparkly clean put these little rubber pads down we put one of those little fences there and then we got a couple of those little plastic little tyke type things where the kids play and go down the little slide and some of that and we would take the toddlers out of the nursery and when church was over the parents could pick them up but actually what they did is they sat there and watched them play and all the parents stayed and yacked it really turned out to be a good idea the story i told you though was because we repurposed an area that really had hardly any value to it it's still to this day it still doesn't have a lot of uh, a traffic through it and we put little mission displays up in there and we've done some other things that have worked but if you repurpose an area tied to your vision, okay, of what you're wanting to do with your church, that is a great way to kind of start to, to move some clutter around. Um, the other thing that, that I wrote down here, and this is kind of the last one to wrap this up, is the idea of having constantly uh, having an evaluation culture. And again, look in the show notes. We've got a couple things, Five Minutes to Better Sundays. I have a great little podcast there. It's only five minutes long. It's about how to create an evaluation culture in your church. When you start to evaluate things, not like church is over and like everyone go home, you know, but it's like, well, how'd it go? Could we do better? What, how'd Sunday school? Could we get better here? Was there something confusing? What went wrong? What went right? What was confusing? We go through those questions. When you start to create an evaluation culture with everybody and they, they everyone kind of thinks that way, then it's kind of like, well, why is that bucket of paint sitting over there? Or why is that snowblower in the atrium? Uh, my favorite story is uh, uh, a church I was at out in Nebraska for a, a, was a wedding or a funeral. I was there for something in the middle of the summer, middle of summer, 100 degrees, going to this church, 
And it, they got this little entryway, not very big, about the size of this studio, not even that big. And on the side was a gigantic, I mean, big handheld snowblower that they used in the winter because it drifts bad and it's bad. And, you know, they had to have it. But the snowblower was for one guy, the guy who runs the snowblower. I mean, it was there for him. And it was there for the handful. I mean, just a few times that they have deep enough blowable snow, you know, to uh, most of the time you can sweep it off with a broom or shovel it or whatever. Um, but just a few times out out of the year but that atrium little i think you call it a vestibule in a church an entryway a breezeway something like that that little area was wiped out okay big chunk of it by a gigantic snowblower that was for one purpose and so that would take some revisioning in other words hey let's make our entry area really cool and let's put some posters of missionaries or let's have some pictures of children or let's gonna do that and pastor you start to show that vision then it's kind of like well yeah what are we gonna do with snowblower well you know we could put it in our shed for a while or we could you'd figure out something with it obviously um but vision is coming first if you just walk in and say hey hank get the snowblower out i don't care where you put it but get your stupid blower you know uh you know that's not going well as you know all right we don't deal with people that way but when your vision is up front when your core values are up front when your guests are up front all of those things that's going to help you and you're going to recognize clutter so can you prevent it no it's going to come all right i mean next week you know you're going to walk and go is that where'd that come from i mean it just happens all the time we get these daily bread magazines and these little acts and facts things they call them and uh, different little handout periodical things and it's kind of like you don't want to throw them away once they're old because they're still kind of good material but you know you just end up with these piles of them here and it's like Where'd that come from? You know, you're not ever going to prevent it. You're going to die with clutter in your church, Pastor. I'm just going to tell you that. But you can fix it, okay, for moments. And you can have these moments where you've repurposed something, where your core values are up front, your guests are walking in, and they're not looking at clutter. They're looking at, like, the posters you have on the wall, and they're looking at things that you have. And it's like, wow, this church has purpose. This church is going somewhere. This church has some forethought to it. If they think about things ahead of time, they must be thinking about me and praise God, I'm going to come back to this church. That's how those kind of things work. So make sure that you are dealing with your clutter. So I want to say thanks for being with me. Sort of casual day here. I uh, got my, my church t-shirt on. Um, but I want to do me, if you could do me a favor, if you could hit the, the share button there or the thumbs up button or the subscribe button, whichever button you'd like to push, push them all. Um, love to have you subscribed on our, our channel here or on our, our podcast if you can do that um, but please take a moment and hit share maybe give this to another pastor I had a guy wrote in the other day he says man that last thing you did was so helpful and I really really appreciate it and uh, I appreciate the comments that we get in the comment sections below here and just the personal text that you send me and thanks for letting me be kind of your coach here I uh, just love my job and adore working with the people it's just that I get to work with regularly on the phone doing the zoom calls all that stuff is just awesome so thanks so much for being with us here today and you have yourself a great one this is mike holmes here at the better sundays podcast at reachgate.com